You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia, here from the studios of Pigeon Media in Melbourne, Australia, hosted by Ivan Fonte. Tune in worldwide via our website at www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Pigeon Racing Victoria Incorporated Special Announcement Due to the COVID-19 restrictions in 2020, the race is postponed to 2022. Now the race is on and here comes pride up the backstretch. The Victoria Cup 2022 purchase special rings at $100 each. For every 10 rings purchased, receive one ring for free. Presented and conducted by Pigeon Racing Victoria Incorporated. First prize is $100,000 guaranteed. Australia's biggest pigeon race from Cobar in New South Wales. For more information, visit the website at www.pigeonracingvictoria.com. That's www.pigeonracingvictoria.com. Or telephone Taz Gazis on 0419-386-861. That's 0419-386-861. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Mead. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Mead stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. 551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. 
Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Roanfried Pigeon Products. Roanfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Your voice in the community, 88.3 Southern FM You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Let him, jab him, tab him. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. Hello and good morning. Welcome to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And you're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. You can catch us on Facebook, and we've uh, got a great page on Facebook, and we've got a great group, which is uh, four, over 40,000 members now, and cl- still climbing. We're going to get to 50,000 by next week, I reckon. And that's the group on Facebook called The Racing Pigeon. We have an exciting program. Uh, Charlie Gretsch has got his uh, winners of his one thaggy race that he had on the weekend. We've got Michael Portelli coming on from the Western Pigeon Federation as they've got some plans in place to race pigeons this year. So, uh, and we've got a lot more coming up too. So, on with the show, Pigeon Radio Australia. And 
let's introduce our bananas in pyjamas. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, B1? I think I am B2. It's music. Tony McPherson and Tony Barbara, B1 and B2 Our Pigeon Radio Australia Bananas in Pyjamas. In Pyjamas, I come down in pairs. And it's hello to Mr. Tony Barbara, B2. Hello, Tony Barbara. Hello, i Ben, and good day to B1, good day to Pink Panther, and good day to everybody around the world. Anyway, I'm all right. <laughs> That's good. You're um, all right. How's your birds going, Tony? Well, the birds are flying all right anyway. Exercising all right. Yeah. That 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 makes us doing a good job for them. Good. Excellent. So yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens. We've got Michael Portelli coming on after to tell us what's happening with the WPF. So we'll uh, find out what's going on with the racing, Tony. And we've got uh, Tony McPherson B1 on the line. Hello, Tony. How are we how are we going, Ivan? How are we going, B2? I'm well, too. I'm okie doke. And the birds are going well. I'm using Dr. Marshall's uh, little um, Let's Keep Me Birds Fit While We Work program. Okay, no worries. Anyway, we better introduce Mr. Pink Panther. And now, introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia's know-it-all spy correspondent, Charlie Gretsch. Mr. Gretsch. What's happening in Wallen, Charlie? Um, not a great deal, um, apart from um, the race, the Wontaggy races that we organised over the weekend. Uh, so, yeah, we'll talk a bit more about that. Uh, later, mm. uh, from that, um, yeah, just exercising the birds and see when the stockdown opens. Mm. All right, so you've got some uh, businesses coming on that that have uh, raced, yeah? Yeah, got three uh, new ones that um, that got first, second, third this week. So it'd be great to hear what they've got to say, and um, yeah, so it's great to actually have them uh, new ones on. We better break for a song. We'll play a song. We'll get Michael Portelli on. So uh, let's uh, listen to Guy Sebastian's new song, which came out, I think, about two days ago. And it's his brand new uh, release, and it's called Believe. Guy Sebastian here on Pigeon Radio Australia. Take a deep breath cause you're getting ahead of yourself What gave you the idea I'd be better off with someone else You keep picking yourself apart Saying you're not good enough Made up the truth in your mind But if you really mean The word you just said and show me good
Pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Stock Hodges and Farming Supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat Stock Feed and Farming Supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. 551. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 
416794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Roanfried Pigeon Products. Roanfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor G'day, I'm Rex Hunt. Here's a product I really believe in. We all use it, can't live without it. What is it? It's water. Now, I told you it was a great product. What else has so many uses? Drinking, swimming, cooking, washing, and of course, folks, fishing. But here's the thing. I don't want to sell you more of it. I'm asking you to use less and keep our waterways clean. Otherwise, it'll be a uh, yibbity yibbity. That's all, folks. The future of water is in our hands. There's no doubt everyone is feeling impacted in some way by coronavirus. From work-life disruptions to financial stress, our days look very different. It's normal to be feeling a little overwhelmed or perhaps completely out of your depth. That's why Beyond Blue has developed the Coronavirus Mental Wellbeing Support Service. It's free and available 24-7. So if you're feeling unsure about how to cope, chat to one of our expert counsellors by calling 1-800-512-348 or visit coronavirus.beyondblue.org.au. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2pm, for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. G'day, hello and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2pm, and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music, from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2pm. Catch you there. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3, Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Jam him, jam him, jam him. You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside in Melbourne, Australia. And our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au. And from the Pigeon Media Studios, our website directly to the Pigeon Media Studios is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. 
Before we go to our first guest, Michael Portelli, who's patiently waiting on the line, we got a uh, message from the Western Pigeon Federation on Saturday afternoon. All members got a message from the Western Pigeon Federation. I'd like to read it to you before we go to Michael, who is going to explain all this stuff in detail to us. So it goes like this, important message to all flyers. In order to try and get as much racing in as possible, once and if lockdown finally ends, the Board of Management will be implementing the following protocols. 1. We will be racing midweek and weekends, Wednesday and Saturday, for as long as we can. 2. The bird limit will be dropped back down to 40 birds as soon as we restart, as we will need clean units available at short turnaround. 3. Race points will remain the same, with the exception of the dates changing accordingly once we begin. 4. All members will need to basket at the Western Pigeon Federation rooms and will be on a roster system as to what time they will basket as we have a limit of 25 people in the rooms at any one time. We ask that all members please make themselves available in any way possible to help during basketing and remain patient during these trying circumstances. We understand this situation may be difficult for some, but unfortunately, it is what we must do to be able to get a decent racing season in. Thank you, the Board of Management of the Western Pigeon Federation, Melbourne, Australia. And we have on the line uh, the WPF uh, Secretary and Spokesperson, Mr Michael Portelling. Hello, Michael. How are you? Welcome to the program. G'day, Ivan. Thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Now, do you just want to fill in people what's happening with the Western Pigeons Federation? We've decided that we're going to race as soon as we can and, 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 and race. Yeah, we are. We're, we're racing next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be. Yeah, um, yeah I've been, um, unfortunately, uh, like everyone else, mate, we're a little bit subject to everything that's going on, but um, we have advised our members that um, if we get the opportunity in the near future, we would probably, we will be taking on midweek and um, weekend racing, so we would be racing uh, on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Um just to try and catch a bit if we get the opportunity. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately with the sort of far, uh, quick turnaround, we'd need have the units available, so we'd be dropping back to a 40-bird limit again um, and uh, have a bit of a roster system and on basket night. Um, I'm sure we'll be, when, once we get back, if we get back, we'll uh, most likely have restrictions, so uh, we'll probably have some sort of a roster system to get members there at um, different times so we can stagger them and get through them as quickly as we can and uh, in accordance to what we have to do to keep us going. So they're, our, they're what we'd like to do. <laughs> um, unfortunately, we're, as everyone else, most subject to um, what the government's going to let us do, which at the moment isn't very much. No, at the moment it's not very much. And um, what we were saying was we're going to have uh, two races per week, wasn't it? So what we what we would do, um, obviously, look, we really don't have a lot of time to play with. So um, for argument's sake, if we opened up on a if he opened us up on a Monday, we wouldn't basket that uh, race that the, the Wednesday would give. We'd probably race on the weekend, maybe a Saturday or Sunday, maybe even a Sunday to give people that extra day as well to maybe get one or two tosses into the birds. Um, and then we would follow a routine where we would go 
Friday um, for the two forties. We'd obviously do a Friday um, basket for Saturday, and then the following week would do Tuesday basket for a Wednesday, and so on. Uh, same again for the third Midiac. And then once we hit the three hundreds, uh, we would we would have to basket on a Thursday for a Saturday, and then a Monday for a Wednesday. So they would be our plans. Um, all things going well, but uh, as I say, mate, it is a little bit up in the air, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, so, I know, I know that. But, we, but we, we would definitely sort of, you know, we'd like to, the members to keep, um, you know, uh, a little bit positive and maybe help us on the other end where they keep maintaining their birds and, you know, look, you just don't know what will happen. I know it doesn't look good and all the rest of it, but uh, you never know what happens. So uh, if people can keep do the right thing and keep the birds you know, as fit as they possibly can and as healthy as they can, maybe we can get something going. Well, we hope to. Yeah. Um, now, I know a lot of people that have got, like, from outside clubs and feds, they've got um, birds in the breeder's plate. What's happening with the breeder's plate, Michael? Oh, look, Ivan, again, uh, we would love to obviously run their our priority races. Uh, they would take high priority over everything else because we really would love to rub, run them. Seems we've missed out last year with them. Um, we would, if look, if we got a six week period where we could race, five or six week period where we could race, I would um, pretty much say we would definitely run them. Um, but to be fair, also to the pigeons and the flies and the pigeons, you you know, you wouldn't really. We really need to be able to get a a two forty mile race and a three hundred mile race into them before. They obviously went to the breeders' plate, which is 350 miles, to be fair to the pigeons. So um, we, we would position the races if we got the opportunity um, in a, at, a, at the time of the month where we know birds would have had the opportunity to get, you know, at least a 240 and a 300 under their belts and hope to run it if we get that opportunity. Charlie Gretz, you got some questions there for Michael. Um, yeah, well, Michael, what can I say? I mean, we're all... Um Trying to work out what to do and everything. I mean, it's up I got, to- I got, I got, I got one thing to say to you. Uh oh, where's my letter to toss me pigeons? I'm only joking, Hey, unfortunately, the post is very slow my way. Yes, mate. You're sending it. You're sending it. You, have, you should have sent it by pigeon. We would have had it by now. I know, mate. COVID has stopped a lot of things from happening. I think the postman's yes, in the mate. same boat. Yes, mate. Look, unfortunately, um, look, I think everybody's pretty frustrated. Everyone's pretty, you know, upset the way things are going. But um, you know, what do we do? What what can we do? We we we've tried we've tried our best to, you know, move forward and and um, you know we've we've taken every opportunity we possibly can. Um, but unfortunately, they're just not giving us any opportunities. Well, well I can say one thing. Um, you know, uh, the, the guys, the pigeon guys, are very, very happy, are very lucky. You know, very lucky that they actually got pigeons to keep them occupied, letting them out, and doing what they need to do on a daily basis. Because there's a lot more people out there worse with nothing to do, going going mad. And you're thinking pigeon people going mad, not down a race, but at least they can do things with them around the house. And if they keep doing what they're doing now, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I, <clears throat> yeah, I think you're 100 percent right, Charlie. I'm, I'd probably be climbing a wall if I didn't have the pigeons by now. Like you know, um, like you say, at least you do get a little bit of enjoyment flying them, and um, you know, doing what we do with pigeons all the time. The only thing is how, how amazingly how good they look when you can't race the buggers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, right. you know? But um, no, nah, look, it is <clears throat> either way. That's the way I look at it as well, Charlie. It is, but it is unfortunately and. 
Um, every morning I still get out there, let the birds out, clean them out, do the, you know, go through the, the emotions of the routines that we have with pigeons. And um, they are a bit of a godsend for sure because um, if you didn't have them, you know, I really wouldn't know what I'd be doing with myself, chasing the cat around the backyard, I suppose. So we're, pretty, we're very lucky really in that sense. I think a lot of people just sort of um, think of the bad thing but don't actually think of the good thing compared to other people. So No, that's correct. <clears throat> I mean, look, um, you know, I suppose the only uh, disappointing thing is, like, um, you know, your stock birds as well. You know, they've they've gone two years without really trying birds out and, you know, older pigeons you you don't get to, you know, you have some good old pigeons there that you like to race their youngsters because you know what they're capable of doing and, you know, you miss out those couple of years and they're getting older each as they go. So, but um, like you're saying, mate, it is, uh, you can't really do a lot. You've got to take the positives out of it and um, not much else we can do, mate. Just pray that we pray that we get a chance to do something along the line. <clears throat> That's all we can do. Yes, mate. Uh, Michael, I just want to ask you a question about birds. Um, now the breeding season's coming up. How would you approach the breeding season? Because <laughs> we're sort of up in the air with birds and people have got a lot of birds in the loft. So how would you approach it? Oh, look, Ivan, I'll... <laughs> I was a little bit lucky last year where, you know, I, I probably had about 150-odd birds myself last year and I was lucky enough to sort of sell a fair few and I kept, I ended up keeping 50 birds, 52-year-olds, uh, so I sort of bred as normal. I like bre- I like breeding and I like sort of, um, you know, pairing them up and seeing how youngsters turn out, so I'll, I'll most likely, um, you know, I'd like to breed. I know um, people are, People have got a lot full of pigeons, but, um, you know, I, I, I suppose you've got to look at the positives there too. Like, um, you know, people say they don't like to keep two- and three-year-old pigeons unraced and whatnot, but, like, for me, I can only say with mine, I, I kept 52-year-olds, and, um, look, they started pretty well on uh, in the race season, the four races we had, and I had um, two-year-olds there, you know, I clocked, I clocked a couple of two-year-olds, um, in the high up in the Fed, and I had even my clock yearlings. I had two year olds with them again. So to me, I've treated them pretty much as yearlings, and and they've been good. So I, I don't really have any issues with keeping them. Um, I, I do like breeding youngsters as well, though, because I get enjoyment out of it and just pairing certain pairs together. And um, last year, I sort of took the opportunity because we weren't sure what was going to happen. I took the opportunity to pair a few sort of for stock, um, pairing certain birds for stock on the off chance that we were going to run into trouble this year. So um, I was glad I did that because there were a couple of old birds I was um, happy to get some good youngsters out of and put them in stock as well. So um, how do you approach it? Ivan, I don't know, mate. I guess it's an individual uh, person's sort of choice. Um, It is really hard when you've got 150 pigeons sitting there and, you know, you really don't race any more than that and you, you've got, you know, another breeding season coming along. Um, I suppose it really boils down to, you know, how you, um, what you what you really want to do with the ones you've got. If you, like I say, I, I, they, were all bred out, they were all bred out of the best pairs we have for that year. Um, I know mine, I had the best pigeons I had up. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy with what was there. Um, so I guess you've got to look at them. One, another positive is, you know, they're two, two and three year old pigeons. You've had rotavirus. You don't have to worry about, you know, sitting there and have they had rotavirus? Am I going to get rotavirus with them? So, um, they're all positives as well. They've had, you know, 
training and tosses. Um, you know, we've had four races and, and a lot of guys had the good preparation, good pre-season tossing. So, you know, you know the birds that are there, have, um, at least at least they're there for a reason because they're good enough to still be there. So uh, when you breed another two or three rounds, a couple of rounds of youngsters, you've got to go through the process again. So um, I myself, like I say, I, um, I'm not one to, you know, eliminate pigeons for nothing I'm, I'm happy to you know hang on to the ones I really like and and they definitely you know they showed themselves early, they showed themselves and I was pretty sure I'll clock more often along the way if we would, if we could have got kept going so yeah look a tough situation Ivan it's either I guess you breed breed and keep a few and and like not breed as many maybe um like I say, I don't. I, I'm not one to eliminate pigeons, so I guess people people have to look at their own backyard and uh, see see which way they turn. Mm. All right, Tony McPherson. Oh, good day, Michael. How are good you? Yeah, good mate. Yourself? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. True. I'll, I'll uh, soon change. I'll soon change that if you if you sit here <laughs> talking to me for too long. <laughs> no worries. Uh, yeah, now we talk about breeding and everything else, and of course. Um, we've got special races uh, that, uh, you know, you've got the WPF and, and there's the VPU, the VHA and all the, all the different special races and, and breeding again, uh, it sort of puts a bit of a handicap on uh, people wanting to uh, buy rings to go around once again, unless we, unless we do have uh, some racing this year. Uh, it makes it terribly hard. What do you think? Yeah, look, Tony. I think if we, I mean, if we didn't run our get the opportunity to run our breeders' plates, um, I would dare say we just have to. We would look. This is just off the record for me. To, this is my opinion. You know, for our two-year-old birds, you you would have to consider um, refunding, not refunding money you got, re reissue rings again because I think it'd be a little bit unfair to expect people to carry pigeons for three years. You know, you lose a few here on the first year, you lose a few on the second year. If you have to do it a third year, I think that's a little bit unfair personally. So mm. I think you would probably have to reissue rings, you know, for those two-year-old pigeons. As, as the yearlings, yeah, you could probably move that up and fly them as two-year-olds. Um, but as for running another one, look, it'd be extremely hard, especially under the circumstances we sew up in the air for to probably generate the money that you, you would like to generate to make those races interesting, you know, so... Um, we were we were lucky with our twenty thousand. We had a thirty thousand dollar race that had already been obviously um, paid for and everything. And then we thought we'll run another breeders' plate, but we made it a twenty thousand dollar one. And, and look, we we did go well with it. We 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 uh, made the money uh, that we had to make for first prize and the first twenty. So uh, we were pretty lucky there. But I think to go into a third third year trying to race and, and do everything, sort of trying to. Um, get people to fork out the money to, you know, to pay for those sort of prizes and stuff like that might be a little difficult the third time around. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, look, I know uh, last year I had the, I had the, uh, the problem with the Croydon Classic. Um, we uh, thought, okay, we'll reissue rings. And the uproar that that created was unreal. Yeah. So they all wanted to race their birds. And we said, okay, in hindsight, and it's a great thing to have, hindsight. Um, I wish when we had our um, series at the end of the year, the Greater Melbourne, I wish then that we ran that Croydon Classic race in that period 
because oh, we would have got we would have we would have got rid of one, <laughs> but now we got now we got two. <laughs> I think you are, I think you would have run into trouble doing that though. Personally, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what, what would happen? You would have had half the members would have switched off, well and truly switched off, and not been you know racing, or would have switched off and not raced. And um, people yeah. forget, you know, people say they can they can sort of race to Christmas and you know January and all the rest of it. Sort of they get a little bit carried away. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think pigeons myself. Look, I mean, I've already got. You know, we're not we're not doing much tossing or anything, and pigeons are already starting to molt flights again because they're you know the work the work's not there, and um, yeah. they get a little bit of condition on, and they start you know dropping flights. So I think to try and run something sort of Christmas, and then half the members have still got them going, and half haven't because they've decided you know oh it's not worth you know going on with and you're not really going to have much of a race because you'll have probably a bigger uproar, I think. Yeah, look, it was, look, there was a, a decent uproar as it was. But, um, look, just uh, reflecting back, I know the you know there's a lot of talk about um, having midweek racing um, uh, and things like that. But, it, you know, there's a lot of people, of course, um, they can only race to the depth of their pocket. Um, yeah. So that that will be another thing that we'll have to take into consideration when we do come in to racing. I think, I think so, Tony. But um, also, look. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, I'm all once you once the season gets interrupted, like it's been. Um, mm. You know, I love to fly for averages. That's what I that's I love flying for. You know, trying to get you know as many points as you can. And 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 but when it's sort of been interrupted like this, it's sort of. Um, yeah, it really up, upsets the apple cart. So you sort of go into a mode of, you know, just just trying to get races in and enjoying a bit of racing. So for me, like me for me personally, if you know, or if people you know had had uh, problems where it was going to be costly and that, you'd probably just start picking races where you say, all right, I'll give this one a go. You might miss the win. You know, some people might miss the Wednesday ones. Like, like yeah, I say, yeah. the bridges are sort of already sort of buggered up anyway. So you would probably just be be um, looking at say, well, she, gee, if I can get you know four or five races in, and just sort of see what my stock birds, are, uh, you know, youngsters are capable of, and, and what the stock birds might have, you know, bred, um, you'd tackle it. Probably people will tackle it different ways, you know. Yeah, I think you're right. I've, yeah, I, I definitely think you're right there. And more than likely, the um, the country clubs uh, will be the ones that will um, probably benefit a bit more than what the uh, what a city clubs. Uh, Will at, at this moment more than likely the regional areas will open yeah. up a lot a lot better than what we will, but um, possibly yeah. Yeah. Like we, we've just got we've just got to take it as it is. As take it as it is. Yeah, we need we need we need probably a little bit of luck with um, like last year. Last year, look, we were really people that, like they they ran a, some federations ran a bit of a series and they were able to go to you know near Christmas time and. Um, just got we're lucky they got a nice run of, of cool weather. Like the weather just sort of hung out until Christmas, where it really got before it started getting you know warm enough to really sort of be be really a problem. But um, like I say, for me, I, I don't. For me, I, by the end of October, it's so damn hard to keep pigeons. You know. Um, well, already, Michael, with this warmer weather, the cockbirds are starting to get rank and they're starting, yeah, to, they're starting uh, to play around. Uh, notice, notice the hens and, and yeah. uh, you know, they're, you, you're soon flying around like cabbage moth. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah, you know, you, mm-hmm. you'd like to be able to put them in the basket and take them for a, a good toss because that's yeah. that's what they need. Anyway, yeah, they do. They, yeah, they do. They do tend to switch off. I've been a little bit lucky. Mine sort of. My, um, I've got thirty six cockbirds in with forty hens, and sometimes I think there's something wrong with the buggers. I hardly ever seen that. There's, I think there's two two year old cocks that are paired up in a corner. All the rest of the cocks could care less. They just sit on perches. But I think it's just the way they're like when I when I breed, I always have them separated as babies most of the time, and I think they've just sort of bred. I sort of bred that into them where they just really don't look. And I don't, I don't really normally have problems till about the four hundreds where they sort of the cocks start to be a problem. And yeah. so a lot of guys say to me, oh, they got seven, ten on ten on top of each other in a corner. And, you know, I, I don't have that sort of that, that. I don't really have that problem until really sort of late in the season. So probably lucky there. But I know yeah. I know once they do switch off and go off, they um, it is hard to keep them in that, you know, that race mode that you like to keep them in. So we'll just have yeah. to pray, uh, pray that we sort of get get started sometime in September as early as, as possible if, if, if we could. But uh it, it is. Yeah, well, well, yeah, we're probably probably looking um, mid September, October, and uh, try and get as many races in as we can, and yeah. uh, move, on, move along in that regard. And long distance racing, you might as well hang that up. Um, yeah, probably your three fifty miles would be your maximum. Going by weather conditions, etc. So yeah, I think. Look, I think uh, disappointingly, disappointingly, because as you say, Michael, we, we all want to know what our birds can do. Yeah, um, you've got people that uh, have got you know went out and bought sprint birds. You've got people that like the middle distance, and then you've got that hardcore of fancies that really love the longer races. And yeah. of course, what we've gone through, unfortunately, um, you know those those long. Longer race birds can also win the shorter races too. Um, we know that, but um, that's not what they were bred for, unfortunately. Yeah. I uh, think, uh, look, oh, me personally, I think, look, I mean, I love, I love all, I like all races. I'm sort of, I like short, middle, and long. I love it all. Um, but um, to be realistic, um, you know, expecting pigeons to fly four, five, and six hundred miles this year with the limited preparation they they've had. Um, you know, people say, oh, yeah, you know, sometimes you start them off at 300 miles and they get home. Yeah, they do. So the occasional ones do, but um, they've had a proper preparation all the way through. When you've got, you know, when you've been in the situation where we've been locked up, we've had them, you know, just flying aloft for periods of time, pigeons put a bit of condition on, you get 300 miles and you get a tough 300, you've got an eight or nine hour fly. And I don't think, you know, I don't care how good they are, there's going to be a lot of pigeon empty purchase at the end of the, at the end oh, of that. Sure, you most definitely, and we've got to be realistic. Um, we may not be able to get across the border, so yeah. you know, we've got to be realistic. To say, I'll okay. look, I'll, I'll, yeah, I would dare say there'll be a, there'll be attempts made to you know to race some sort of long distance. I mean, I'm not saying we wouldn't, but you you, you have to be fair to the birds as well. Like you've got to make oh. sure pigeons have been. You no, know, you can't go. You can't go having, you know, a few 240-mile races and saying, oh, yeah, we'll go to 500 miles and just, you know, whack them in there. It's, it's uh, you've you got, you got to do the right thing. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. I know um, if we can get some racing, I know uh, with the Croydon Classic we're looking at, if, uh, the word is you know, we'll have a couple of Maribors, um, then we'll go to the next stage, and if we can get another couple of in there, we'll... 
we'll we'll be up at Mildura um, with the, with the court and classic birds and um, yeah, uh, at least they'll have you know about four or five races to be prepared. But uh, yeah, well, we start, yeah, we start off we we start straight back up at Midiac because we've had our four Wedderburns. Uh, yeah. So we, even that won't be a walk in the park for them, just coming no, straight through. 375k. So, you know, the birds will want to be, you know, in pretty reasonable condition because um, it's yeah. you, it's all right if you get a nice blow home. Yeah, they they can do that, no problem. They seem to get home all right. But you get a southeaster with, you know, 375k's and they're six hours on the wing, that's the lead pigeons. You're, you're definitely, you know, the, the rest of them are definitely going to feel it. So... Um, yeah, we might need we might need the numbers there after all. No, no. Look at anyway. It's going to be interesting to see what what pans out. But um, you know, we just uh, we all hope and pray that um, first of all everyone's safe, and then next, um, okay, we get the chance to race our pigeons. And yeah, uh, hopefully, um, I was hope, I was hoping. Um, the prime minister, the prime minister has been sort of uh, pushing the argument that you know they're going far too much safety at the moment. I lock it down because of safety reasons rather than because of the you know people being in hospitals and ICU and stuff like that. And he's starting to put a little bit of pressure on there. Um, but uh, I don't know. They seem to be in a bit of a power struggle. Um, who's who's more in charge than others? And uh, our guys, pretty, our guys, pretty, our guys, pretty. Um, Hard headed, isn't he? He goes his way, and that's the way he's going. So it makes it. Well, uh, let's put it. Uh, WA's got a <laughs> mate. You know, you don't need a ring of steel in WA. No, uh, they, they, they they dig it up. Mm, yeah, true, mate. <laughs> true. true. Anyway, yeah, it's back to you, Ivan, and it's good good chatting to you. Thanks, Michael. Tony. You too, mate. Yeah, All right, um, Michael, you got anything else that you want to tell us about the race season? Uh, oh, what else did we have to talk about? Um, oh, just basically, if we got started, Ivan, you know, we um, once we get it, once we get started, if we we have, if we're lucky enough to, like, obviously, we're going to be a little bit under the pump at the rooms. We, we'd probably be subject to, you know, certain amounts of people there. So, just for the members, maybe to, you know. Um, really be sort of um, together and, and, and get everything going and, and be in unison like we were for that very last race. We had a tremendous outcome in our last Wedderburn where, you know, we made the decision to go and our members just did a great job in, um, you know, coming to the party and yeah, we only had a, a half a dozen guys who didn't end up making it. So yeah. and we were lucky to get that, that race in and it was a real good race. So once we get back, it'd be great to see that effort again where, you know, we get the birds in and off. Um, oh, I think everybody wants to race, Michael, and I reckon everybody's going to pull their weight and, you know. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah, for sure. Everybody, look, everybody, everyone who races pigeons loves racing pigeons, and that's what we all, you know, well, we all live and breathe pigeons. So, um, exactly. you know, we had, we had very, we've had very good uh, positive um, uh, outcomes so far. Everybody's been, you know, wanting to get, Get the jobs done, and we our last outing. Um, we we were lucky enough to you know get make a decision very early and say yes, we're going for it, and, and everyone supported it, and it turned out well. So hope hope that continues for us. Yeah, Michael. Yeah, I hope it does too. All right, thanks very much for being on the program, and um, thanks for informing everybody about what the WPF is doing. 
No worries. It's been a pleasure talking, mate. Thanks, Thanks Michael. Mate. Just one last thing. Yes, Charlie. Don't forget to check your mailbox. Oh, you haven't put something nasty in there, have you? <laughs> Aren't you waiting for something? <laughs> what, what's that, mate? Well, you said you were waiting for something at the start, so... All right, I'll, I'll, che- I'll keep checking, mate. I'll keep no, checking. Te- you keep checking. All right, buddy. <laughs> All right, mate. Take it easy. Have a good one. My Michael. That was Michael Portelli, a secretary of the Western Pigeon Federation in Melbourne, who uh, have put a plan in place and they want to race. We want to race. I'm a member of the Western Pigeon Federation. I want to race. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, here's a song from the Everly Brothers and uh, on a sad note, uh, Don Everly passed away at the age of 84 yesterday. Uh, so I said I'll do a bit of a dedication to the Everly Brothers, who were well liked by uh, John Lennon, Paul McCartney, even the Rolling Stones, Keith Richards. Um, all the members of the Rolling Stones really respected the Everly Brothers. And, um, yeah, so let's listen to one of their classic songs here on Pigeon Radio Australia. Here's the Everly Brothers. Rest in peace, Don Everly, with a classic song, Wake up, little Susie. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. 
a wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements, plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. Southern FM sponsor. What you hear on community radio is governed by the community broadcasting codes of practice. The codes of practice cover matters relating to program content that are of concern to the community, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music content, programs for children, and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting to the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this service. Copies of the codes are available from the Community Broadcasting Association website, www.cbaa.org.au. Hi, Aaron Finch here from the Australian cricket team for RAD, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. I want you to stop for a second and think about the most important person in your life. How would you feel if they were killed by a drink driver? How would you feel if you were the drink driver? Drink driving is one of the stupidest things you could do. You could so easily ruin your life or the life of someone else. So don't get behind the wheel after drinking, ever. It's not worth the gamble. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. On 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Hey, 
and you're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au. And the Pigeon Media, Pigeon Radio Australia website address is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. You can find us on Facebook, all social media. Go to the Mr. and Mrs. Google machine and look up Pigeon Radio Australia and we'll come up the top. And right now, we're going to look at some weekly results here in Australia. Pigeon Radio Australia's weekly Australian pigeon racing results. Well, I think Tony's got some results there. You got some there, Tony? Yes, I have, Charlie. Um, thanks to that. Um, the Bendigo, Bendigo Club, uh, they raced from Colgoa on, on the weekend, and uh, first was David Cox. Second was Charlie and Harley Musket. I remember Charlie you know, when I was playing footy up in Castlemaine. Uh, third was uh, my mate uh, Paul Sumner. I was talking to him yesterday, and he said he had trouble with his uh, with his clock. The uh, the plug kept on coming out, so he he's finished third. He won the week before. Uh, fourth was Billy Whiffen. Fifth was Graham Wallace. Sixth was Fred and T K. Yeah, Fred and Tick Debatista. Wow, it's a bit of a tongue twister. Seventh was David Hartley, well-known family up in the Bendigo area, Hartleys. And eighth was uh, Razor Armstrong and Judd, Johnny Judd. And ninth was Ray Hartley. And tenth was uh, Gary Bright. So, yeah, the Bendigo boys uh, had a pretty successful race on the weekend. Uh, Then we had the uh, Central Highlands, uh, which uh, is your Ballarat boys and Meribara and those those areas. they had a race from Serviston, and um, first was Brian Meady. He's been around for a long time. Second was Aaron McKay, another one that's been around for eternity. Uh, third is uh, Shane Tucker. Well done, Tucks. Fourth was Ian Rowland. Fifth was David Amwell, another very good worker up in the Ballarat area in the in the clubs. Sixth was uh, Brett Marnie. Seventh was uh, Johnny Gadson. Eighth was uh, Phil Jarvis, and ninth was the Eden family, well known again. Another, and tenth was Joe Burton. Uh, now they also had a sprint race from Horsham, and uh, again it was uh, you know another good race. Um, first was Phil Jarvis, second was uh, Jason Branner, uh, third was David Amwell, fourth was Payne and Lynch, I should say. Fifth was Peter Jones. Sixth was Joe Burton. Seventh was Barry Wright. Eighth was John Burton. And uh, Joe's uh, racing John's birth. Uh, unfortunately, uh, John had passed away earlier this year. So Joe's racing those births. Ninth was uh, Chris York and Son. And tenth was Joe's Fatiri. Now, there's other clubs that have raced on the weekend, but the results haven't come through as yet. We had Horsham and Colac. Um, from my understanding, um, I think the, the the big bird 
down at um, Horn may have, may have taken out um, Saturday's race. Uh, we just have to wait and see the results when they come through. But uh, And then up at Horsham, uh, their results are yet to come through. So there we have it at this minute. Um, uh, there's no, nothing else out there at the moment. All gone a bit dry. Uh, I think maybe Queensland has some results up. They raced on the weekend. What I'll do is, while we're on the National Radio News break, uh, I'll look up the Queensland results and I'll read them after the National Radio News break here on 88.3 Southern FM. So we've got a break right now, fellas, for the uh, Southern FM National Radio News, and we'll be back after the break with some more results and also all the winners, the special winners from the One Thaggy series that Charlie's run on Saturday, so um, we'll be back with more of Pigeon Radio Australia. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, all the way down under in Melbourne, Australia, the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the world. You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the world. And Charlie Gretsch has some results from the Wonthaggy series. The Wonthaggy series. So first was uh, Bendigo Bank in Broadford. Second was Mark Kavanagh. Third was AJ Kavanagh. Fourth was Kenny McCall. Fifth was Advanced Dental Group here in Wallen. Fifth was Andrew James. Seventh was Darren Reardon. Eighth was Travis Thorne. Ninth was Twin Gums Contracting. Tenth was Faye Bajaya. Eleventh Celebrations in Wallen. Eleventh Louise Costa. We had, a, we had an equal 13th with Tony and Josh and CCA Financial Planners in Melbourne. Fifteenth was George Adard. Sixteenth, Wallen Fish and Chips. Sixteenth, equal. We had three guys, actually. Dead Heat, the sixteenth. Three, you won't believe it. His bakery, CCA Financial Planners in Kilmore, and Ferguson Player in Wallen. And twentieth um, was uh, Wallen Florist. So um, good on good on all those guys. For, yeah. Um, it was a pretty close one. Yeah, well, I've got the Queensland Racing Pigeon Federation Incorporated results here, and they raced 450 kilometres from Gladstone. And in, uh, I'll read the top 20 uh, place getters in that race. In first place was Mango Hill Lofts, and uh, they were doing a great velocity of 13.43. Not a bad uh, fast race, not a bad velocity there. In second place was Kay Jorgensen. In third place was N. Vandalinda. In fourth place, R. Holloway. In fifth place, K. and P. Racing. In sixth place, I. Ketchell. In seventh place, M. Debono. 
In eighth place, Dijkstra, P. Dijkstra. In ninth place, R. Slack. In tenth place, K. Yang. In eleventh place, D. Cork. Twelfth place, R. Meltzer. In thirteenth place, Hadley. R. Hadley. In fourteenth place, P. and M. Gridley. In fifteenth place, Williams and Shering, 16th place, Paddy and Maddie Syndicate, 17th place, Porter and Son, in 18th place, Jay Amos, in 19th place, K Malone, and 20th place, R and V Midgley, and that was the Queensland Racing Pigeon Federation. We, we've also got the uh, North North Road Combine. Um, they had a uh, young bird derby from Emu Park. Um, first was Liberty Lofts. Second was uh, Jane J. Cathar. Third was T&T Stevens. Fourth was Billy Gloff, another hard worker up there. Uh, fifth was J, uh, W. Bohr. Sixth was Phil Arnold. Um, well done, Phil. Uh, seventh was R&V Wilkinson. Eighth was Armitage and Campbell. Ninth was Ian Cree. Tenth was Emmanuel Mielak. Eleventh was Dave and Jess Horn. Twelfth was Bev Oberlafer. Thirteenth was Alex Ochevez. And fourteenth was someone that we know, Charlie, McDonald and Harry. Yep. Fifteenth was David Tester. Sixteenth, C&B Matthews. Seventeenth was uh, Richie McCoy. Well done, Richie. And another one that we know, eighteenth, Alfie DeBrocco. Another one. That we know well. 19th was uh, Xander and Shin. And 20th was Gavin Flanagan. And we may as well put in 21st because we know this guy too, B&I Turner, from, who's been on the show plenty of times before. So well done to all those guys. So it's, uh, you know, you've had the opportunity to race your birth and it's uh, well done. Uh, for the weekend. Well done to all of the winners that um, flew on the weekend and uh, from all reports, the returns have been pretty good. Yep, that's uh, for sure. Let's just put things on hold there for a minute and we'll take a short break to hear from our valued sponsors and thanks very much to all our sponsors for supporting this radio program, Pigeon Radio Australia, because without your help, we wouldn't be here. So let's listen to our sponsors and we'll be back with our first special guest. A very special guest here on Pigeon Radio Australia. 88.3 Southern FM. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. 
Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The applied nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Hi, I'm Peter Tollich. Join me every Thursday at 9am for the Music Director Program. Two hours of the newest music from Australia and around the globe. I play all genres of music from Americana to Zydeco with a heavy emphasis on Australian music. So if you like it new like I do and want to stay up to date, lock in 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time every Thursday for the Music Director Program on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. G'day, hello, and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt, and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m., and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music, from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. Catch you there. I would just fly, fly away And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that I'd just fly away You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside And I always knew Stop the pigeon, 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 stop the
tuned to a great radio station here in Melbourne, Australia, and that's 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And the Southern FM website is www.southernfm.com.au. Now, we've, uh, we podcast via the Podbean network on the internet. Uh, and uh, you can find us on Spotify, you can find us on TuneIn, you can find us on all the podcasting platforms on the internet, and we've uh, reached, since November, since I've been on Podbean, we've reached over 5,000 downloads of the program, so that's pretty good on our uh, podcasting, it's going really well, and it's uh, increasing every week, increasing every week. Now, Charlie Gretsch has somebody special on the line, so I'll let Charlie do the honours. Take it away, mate. And, Charlie, you have some breakdowns from third place to first place before you introduce uh, your special guest on the line. So just let's let's hear how many seconds these people needed to uh, finish first. So starting from the third place, how many seconds did they need to finish in first place or beat the winner that you've got on the line, patiently waiting? Quinn Gums Contracting, they needed uh, 24 seconds. Advanced Dental finished second, and they needed 20 seconds to beat uh, Bendigo Bank in Broadford. And on the line, we have Leanne from the Bendigo Bank in Broadford. How are you, Leanne? I'm good, thank you. Yourself? Good, good. Now, um, how many phone calls did you guys get from the other branches? Um, no, just an email to oh, say, you? yeah. Yeah, just an email, and I must admit I did stop. Um, I, I listened into the podcast today to find out what was said last week, and it was just amazing because I had so many questions that I would have loved to have asked, but they were all answered pretty much in the podcast. So that that was great. Yeah, well, I'm going to put you down, put, put you to Ivan. Um, Ivan's obviously got a few questions for you. Yeah, and and how did you get involved in in the whole thing? Leanne? Well, I've worked for Bendigo Bank for 21 years, but I've been with the North End Financial Services, which is the the franchise company that owns, uh, that runs Wallen, Kilmore and Broadford. So I've been with them for about eight or nine years, starting at Wallen and then moving up to Kilmore and then um, to Broadford. So I knew the Pigeon Club was involved when I worked at Wallen, um, and of course, over the years, I've seen that we have donated money to them, and there have been invitations to various functions as well. And from another point of view, we see uh, before I started working locally, um, I worked in Melbourne, and we would come home, and there would be a trailer and, and a car just parked off the freeway. And we obviously knew that it was pigeons. And the questions that, you know, we would, my husband and I would sort of ask each other, how do they know where to go? How, how do you train them? How do you, yeah, it's just quite fascinating, the whole, the whole pigeon racing, pigeon racing. Right. And not only that, I guess there's the breeding and, and all of that stuff too. So really fascinating. So have you been down to Charlie's place and had a look at the setup and had a look at no, your birds and No, no you but the next time and when I can I certainly will. 
Oh, okay, no worries. Charlie, you've got to get this young lady down there to have a look at the, the birds and everything. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately with the um, lockdown, it makes it a bit hard at the moment trying to get people over. But, um, I mean, everybody's been asking and uh, the day will come. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. And what are the rest of the people at the bank like? You've got other workers at the bank and that, and what do they think of about the whole pigeon racing situation? Well, actually, I only have at the moment. I only have one other with me, and Toyusha actually worked at the Wallen branch and and knows Charlie well. So, um, and she just thinks it's it's great to just being able to support the club and the racing is is just amazing. It's all well on behalf of Pigeon Racing all over Victoria and Melbourne. I'd like to thank the Bendigo Bank for supporting Charlie and his efforts because he's doing a great job and opening your your eyes, people that don't know nothing about racing pigeons, now you know exactly. something about racing pigeons. Yes, and even just listening to to the ad, adverts while I was waiting to talk to you guys, it made me realise I have a, a dog show background and I'm quite sure that there is just as much money that you can spend um, on your pigeons as oh, we yes. do on our dogs and dog shows. Oh, yes, as yes, you can spend a lot of money on your pigeons. Uh, we've got Tony McPherson on the line. I bet you he's got a couple of questions for you, Tony. Yes, it's, um, it's interesting how the, the how Charlie's um, got the uh, the Bendigo Banks all involved. I, I was um, um, going to discuss the the the, uh, the concept with our uh, Bendigo branch that um, that my pigeon club banks with, and maybe we could enter a team into this race next year from um, Ringwood, Ringwood, uh, the little Ringwood branch. Uh, in Station Street there in Ringwood. So um, you never know. We could have another Bendigo Bank in uh, jumping on board. Who knows? But uh, I know they support the local local areas and it's um, and I congratulate uh, Bendigo Bank. It's a community bank and, um, as they say, uh, a lot of the profits go back to the people who make the bank. Absolutely. And I think because of that whole concept, uh, the staff also get involved more in the community than what you would normally do as well. Yes. Yeah, so look, we uh, when we walked into the bank and um, to uh, put some money into a term deposit there, um, we were asked all kinds of questions, the, the same, same ones that you were thinking of. How do they know to get home and... Yeah, and, uh, and how do you well, time them? And yeah, yeah, now and, I know it's uh, all computed. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Look, we've moved into the into the new world. Um, the uh, they scan themselves in like they go to Coles. Yeah, they've got a little little chip, and <laughs> over the scanner they go. Yeah, and um, they're scanned in. But um, that is something that uh, Charlie and I've been talking about is to you know. When we get when he gets a chance, and when people uh, can um, congregate in a safe way, um, have a uh, have the group of owners, owner and Charlie's the trainer, um, to uh, uh, go down to his place and watch the birds come in, and yeah. uh, then you'll get a really good feel. Uh, it's a bit like going to the races, actually. Except uh, the, uh, you get um, 30 seconds of, 
or maybe a bit longer, of adrenaline rush with the birds coming in, but it's it's that waiting to see and then all of a sudden you see one uh, fold up its wings and run in. It's a, it's a great exhilaration and it's something that, um, you know, uh, to really be there to see. But uh, I'm sure that, uh, you know, as you uh, get to know the sport a little bit more, it's a bit like dog showing. As you said, there's a lot of money spent. Um, only uh, last weekend, I think it was, um, I think it was over $35,000 or something was spent on a bird here in Australia. Wow. Um, at an auction that we had, there was 40 birds from over in Europe that were auctioned off up in Sydney. And I think the total, total amount of money that they raised was um, – Around about, I'll put it in round figures, $350,000 for 40 birds. No, no, no. no. Try it. $546,000. They had after sales. Yeah, all right. Because at one stage I saw 350 grand and I thought, wow, that's a lot of money. No, so it was, it was over half a million dollars. Wow. Amazing. Now, that, that now as you say, um, there is look. We've got um, in the in the um, racing pigeon world, uh, we've got hundred thousand dollar races that are on. Uh, there's one that's um, down at the Meadows, which we uh, down in five ways down in Cranbourne, down at Devon Meadows. Yeah. Um, first prize in that. Um, there's three three races. Um, they had one last week. Um, then there's another one coming up. And the the final race, I think, is worth uh, fifty one thousand seven hundred. I think something along those lines for first prize. So, um, yeah, you've got to be in it to win it, and the prestige too. Oh, there's plenty of that, and um, I'm sure that when you go to Charlie's place, you'll have a special special sausage there for you um, <laughs> off the Beautiful. barbecue. Uh, off Beautiful. the barbecue, <laughs> but. Look, you've got you've got a, a fantastic guy that's um, thought this all up, and um, you know it's uh, great thanks to Bendigo Bank and everyone, all the other sponsors for getting involved. It's a it's been a top effort. It really has. Um, I know at Wallen there where Charlie lives, um, there's not too many businesses that he hasn't been to. Yeah, sometimes you've got to have more front than miles to get anywhere. If you don't ask, you don't get. Correct. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. That's for sure. But that's right. Enjoy, enjoy it while you can because you're, you're, your chocolates this week. Bought lollies next, next time. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> now, Leanne, a couple of things before I um, forget. First of all, uh, Mark Kavanagh, who's one of our members, was actually the trainer of your bird. He um, he actually won the race last week and he trained. I know. I heard that. He yes. trained um, Kilmore's um, second place, so he's trained yours this week. So um, Thank you, Mark. Yeah, so Mark's done the job um, uh, this week. So, uh, again, that was fantastic. Now, another thing, too, is we did say that whoever wins the race in the businesses gets naming rights for that bird. So the name you picked out is... It, was it a male or a female? Oh, sorry, it was a it was a female. Yep, a, a female. Yeah. Well, there was much discussion held today at work, right. and 
I had thought of, the initial thought was bluebird, as in may the bluebird of happiness, etc., etc. But no. And then I thought, well, if it's a male, maybe we'll call him Ben, as in for Bendigo. And then if it was a female, then maybe we could call her Adelaide, because it's Bendigo and Adelaide Bank. Right. Yeah. And then I thought, uh, let's go dollar. So I think we'll stick with dollar. 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 All yeah. right. So I'll let Mark know that he's got a good. He's got a bird in his loft called Dollar. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully he can win lots more dollar with her. Well, yeah, well, dollar is now your bird that'll be entered every in every race um, in his team. For you guys, so um, okay. what usually happens, it's just a, um, a random selection of birds that we put in and then um, obviously we just, you know, we rule the line and there's so many birds and that's what uh, each business gets. So but you oh, guarantee awesome. the dollar is in your team now. So, um, <laughs> yeah, well, what, you can do, what you can do there, Charlie, when you do the results, you know, when you put the, um, the colours of the birds in, yeah, we'll put, uh, put you dollar put in. the name, just put yeah. dollar. Yeah, put dollar. Yep, and uh, then you'll know where Dollar's finished. Well, I'm going to be in inundated with all these names. We're going to have cents in there and Frank. Oh, well, only the winners, only the winners, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the same. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that I also thought of also thought of deposit. I thought that one might have been quite apt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, hey, you've got five birds in the race, so um, if it wins again, you've got to, you've got to get another name, so you might have to use that one. Well, you can, okay. call, you can call one ATM. There you go. ATM, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we could go lots of, lots of acronyms, you know. Yeah. Well, you've got plenty of time now. You've got a bit of a break now with this COVID, um, so we've got to break ourselves, so we can't race until... We're open again like everybody else, so um, you've got a bit of time to to put a list down. Yeah, believe me, there's been many a litter of puppies named over a glass or two of wine. (laughs) Oh, I can imagine. And and how many at once? Like how many dogs would um, average that puppy? Well, the biggest litter that we ever had was nine. That's a few bottles of champagne then. Yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> and, and what type of dogs were you breeding? We were breeding Alaskan Malamutes. Ooh. Oh, gee. And, and then we changed to Staffies, so we only had one litter of ah. Staffies, but we had probably six or seven Malamutes. Now, I've got, a Pom- I've got a Pomsky, which is half Pomeranian and half Siberian Husky. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's, he's quite, quite the character. Yeah. 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 Definitely. All right. Well, Leanne, thank you very much for coming on. You're more than and, welcome. Uh, yeah, it'll be. Um, we'll uh, let you know. Uh, we'll let everybody know when uh, we start up again. So, um, like I said, we've got a bit of a break, and uh, it's good. It's uh, three banks already got uh, two first, so it's you're going pretty well. So, um, again, cool. thank you very much for coming on. You're more than welcome. It's been my pleasure. And uh, if I don't get to speak to you on the phone, I'll definitely come and see you at the branch. Okay, beautiful. Look forward to that. Now, before you go, can you want to give yourselves a bit of a plug? So there's two of you at the bank. So there's, there's two of us at the bank for everybody the, here. Yeah, Indigo Leanne Bank or Taisha. Yep. And, and 63 High Street, Broadford. Yep. Again, Ooh. thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Yep, thanks for being a part of the program. Thanks very much. 
All right, we're going to break for a song right now, and we've got another great Australian artist, and thanks to Peter Tollidge for sending me all these new songs. It's quite good. Uh, I don't have to make a big effort to find music. But here's an Australian artist, new Australian country artist, and that's Catherine Gunther, and she's uh, presenting a song called Friends here on Pigeon Radio Australia. Catherine Gunther and Friends. We'll be back with some more winners from the Wonthaggy races. Your friends aren't really friends when you find out the truth. Because at the end of the day, they'll never, never be there for you. Had of all my secrets and all my deepest
For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat Stock Feed and Farming Supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. This past year has been difficult for everyone in the music industry, from musicians to roadies, promoters to artist managers. Many are still unable to make ends meet. Music Industry Charity Support Act has announced two new cash grants, Music Keeper and Crew Keeper, with support from the Australian Government. Help ease the burden. If you work in the music industry and you're in need of financial support, visit supportact.org.au to learn more. That's supportact.org.au. G'day, hello and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2pm, and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music, from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2pm. Catch you there. 
This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And our Southern FM website is www.southernfm.com.au. And we also podcast all over the internet. We're available on every platform, but we podcast via the Podbean network. So uh, catch us. We've got over 5,000 downloads of our podcast right now. And Charlie Gretsch has a couple of guests on the line, and I'll let him do the honours. Take it away, Charlie. Yeah, thanks, Ivan. Um, We have second place from this week's uh, second Ron Thaggy and third place on the line. First of all, I'd like to welcome... Uh, from Advanced Dental Group here in Wallen, Eamon. How are you, Eamon? Very good, very good. How are you, Charlie? Yeah, very good, mate. Very good. Um, just hold on there for, for a minute um, till we, we get uh, back to you in a second. But third, we have, um, we finished third this week, is Susan and Ricky Martin from Twin Gums Contracting. G'day, guys. How are you? Hi. I haven't got Ricky with me. He's been um, called up for a client. Oh, that's all right. No worries. We've got Susan, so that's uh, we've got one of his. That's good. That's good. Now, now I've got Ivan. Actually, he's got a couple of questions for you guys. So, uh, Ivan, fire away. Well, I'm I'm quite interested. Uh, advanced Dental Group. So we've got a dentist involved in pigeon racing. How did you get yourself involved in pigeon racing, Eamon? So uh, Charlie actually uh, has been uh, visiting our dental practice for a few years now. Uh, he introduced us to uh, to the uh, the pigeon racing, and we I was very interested. It looks so much fun, and uh, yeah, that's how we got in. So thanks for Charlie for that. And what do you think about the whole concept of pigeon racing? I think it's uh, it's very very good, exciting, and uh, yeah, I like it actually. Yeah, yeah, and uh, have you been up to Charlie's place to see the setup and all that sort of stuff? Yes, yes, yeah. I have. Uh, I've seen. I've been there a couple of times actually. Uh, it's a lot of work, uh, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, it is uh, a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Uh, no, it's it's amazing actually. Yeah, I like it. And Susan, how did you get yourself involved in all this? <laughs> I was actually looking for a fertilised pigeon egg. So I posted on Facebook if anybody in the area would sell me a fertilised pigeon egg. And okay. Charlie sent me a private message saying, yep, I've got one for you. Oh, yeah. And, and what, what did you need a fertilised pigeon egg for? 
Oh, it's a long story, but I've got a pigeon for eight years now that's a rescue and he's just got a girlfriend. I've got some friends for him and he's fallen in love, but their eggs aren't fertile and I thought it would be lovely if he would have a little baby. Ah. So I thought I'll pop one of Charlie's eggs underneath and see what happens. And what what, what happened? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Charlie? You're giving her unfertile eggs or something? No, no, oh. they weren't fertile, but it's been too cold. But since then, he's given me another egg, so they're oh. sitting on that at the moment. Okay, well, yeah, well, touch wood. That'll that'll happen. I hope. <laughs> Finger crossed. Yeah. Charlie, and tell us about this egg story. So the, Susan messaged you on the internet and was looking for an egg, and so that's how you got you met her and got her interested in this racing. Yeah, well, Susan came along, and well, let let, let Susan. Um, she can tell you. Um, she, you know, someone that's new to uh, new to this all, she can explain how she um, got started. All oh, right, Susan. Well, oddly enough. When I got to Charlie's place, I'd realised he is actually a previous client of our business. We'd done some work for him quite a few years ago. And so I remembered I remembered the place and I remembered Charlie. It had been a great client and he was so kind to give me a pigeon egg and he showed me all these pigeons and he set up and started talking to me about the pigeon racing. And next thing you know, I'm like, sure, sign us up. <laughs> I packed Ricky, I rang up my husband and yeah. told him, get dressed, packed him in the car and said, you need to go and get your photo taken holding a pigeon. Yeah. He's like, what? What am I doing? I said, just just go with it. And next <laughs> thing you know, yeah, we're involved in pigeon racing. Oh, fantastic. Very good story. And what do you think of it? Do you, do you enjoy it? Do you, what do you think of the whole thing? I was there um, at the first race. And it was absolutely fascinating just to see all the birds coming in because I've never seen pigeon racing before. And what did you think when you saw the birds coming? Because it gives us pigeon flyers quite an adrenaline rush when we see our birds coming in. Did you get an adrenaline rush? Well, I think I was, I was balancing between trying to watch it and trying to record it for Charlie. But it, it, was, it was very overwhelming. Just seeing them all just start coming in and trying to wrap my head around the fact that they've just come from one thaggy. They're just so smart. Yeah, well, one day when Charlie's racing the 600 mile and he's racing for like from Bukaloo, you can go down there and watch a bird come in from like 600 miles away. It's just unbelievable how, how they've just got that internal compass. Yeah, and and I can tell you that nobody knows how they do it. There's a lot of theories out there, but no one's proven anything. Yeah, Charlie was telling me about that because I just kept asking more these random questions, like an excited little schoolgirl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, we've got Tony McPherson. You want to ask our guests some questions, Tony, quickly because we, we haven't got much time yet, but go ahead. Yeah, look, I, to both of our um, uh, guests, uh, this is a new adventure for both of you, although one of you has already got pigeons, but, um, you know, it, it is a new adventure to, to get involved in. And, uh, look, Charlie uh, makes a, a fantastic host as well. So um, I'm hoping that when uh, the, the lockdown and everything else um, finishes that um, 
all of the uh, different uh, shopkeepers and everyone else get together and um, have a big uh, barbecue there and uh, uh, just uh, enjoy watching the birds coming in and uh, I think you'll get a, a really good uh, idea of what, what really goes on. And also, even if someone went uh, with the driver and watched them being released, that's another another side of the uh, pigeon pigeon sport that uh, is entirely different. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's um, something to uh, really get involved with. You know, go down, watch them get a, be released, and you think, uh, now how are they going to find their way home? But at times they uh, they just come straight out of the basket and they're gone. You think, where'd they go? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they're on their way home. Uh, you know, so it's uh, – and sad, uh, Saturday's race was a – actually, it was a pretty good race because it was um, uh, a slower race and uh, the birds really had to do their – you know, really had to work. So their uh, fitness and everything else come, come into it as well as well as good training by Mark and Charlie and everyone else. So, um, and I look, I, I really commend Charlie and I commend all of the people that have got involved uh, because it's uh, it's got the, the community involvement and that's, that's e- excellent, I think. True, correct. Yeah, well, um, first of all, um, Eamon, um, Yes. You've got your poster. It's on the wall. You've got your face yes. on the wall. So, um, what are your customers been saying? Anybody seen the uh, the post yet? And say, what's uh, what are you doing on there? Holding a uh, pigeon? Uh, yes, I do actually. I'm holding a pigeon in the uh, in the photo. Um, yeah, actually, a few customers did inquire about it, and uh, I think it's a good way to get more people involved and make them aware of the of the racing. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. I'm actually, uh, I've got a question actually. Yes. When the pigeons, when they fly of like obviously a few hundred kilometers, do they actually take a break or, or do they no. just take a one hit? They come, they don't stop. They, they, they don't keep, stop. Yeah. It's nonstop. Okay. Oh, the wow. Only time they rest is usually, um, obviously when it gets dark, they'll, um, they'll rest, but, um, 99 out of 100, they'll keep going. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did, you tell, yeah. did you tell Eamon, Charlie, that we, uh, from a 600-mile race, we uh, clock birds in the, in a pitch black of darkness? Yeah, they've come home in the dark. They'll keep oh, going. Wow. We've had birds come home at 9, 10, 11, 12 o'clock, 1, 2 in the morning. Some of them oh, just, wow. um, yeah. You know, some of them might stop for a little bit and then uh, or stop and have a drink somewhere. They might see a deer yeah. or something, have a drink, and then... Um, They'll be up again and gone. Yeah. And the good thing, the good thing of these days, we've got electronic timing, so um, you can have a you can have a bit of a sleep in. Uh, in the in the old days, uh, racing it was manual manual timing, so you were yes. up until about one and two o'clock in the morning, hoping that a bird would lob in. You know, you had all your yes. lights on and everything else, um, and many a time a pigeon fancy has been sit, sitting at the loft and. Probably had a couple of um, wines, whiskies, or beers yep. uh, while they're waiting, and a, and a chop or two, and they've gone to sleep, only to wake up and see a bird looking at them. So, <laughs> so uh, in this day and age, uh, with electronic timing, it makes it so much uh, better, and also yep. um, 
you know, uh, we've we've also got what they call Benzing Live. So yep. you can log log into the computer, and as soon as a bird comes home, um, it registers on the computer. So oh, you, or it registers on your phone. So you know um, if you have gone to sleep, your phone will ring, and uh, you've got a bird. Yes. Oh wow! <laughs> so yeah, that's where we're heading. Yeah, yeah. But but the pigeon itself, it's remained the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's 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 amazing how they have a memory to fly at night and they come back to the same spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really yeah. Unfortunately, I've done the same thing, I mean, I've always ended up in the same chair at your dental office. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate, you eat you eat too many of the wrong things. Yeah. I, get, I like to get to watch TV on me on me back. <laughs> I think I think you've been drinking too much of your homemade wine. Yeah. <laughs> now before we go, Eamon, can you give yes. us a tell us tell everybody? Obviously, you're um you're the dentist. You've got a uh, practice here in Wallen, and whereabouts is it? Uh, so we are in uh, uh, High Street. We are uh, right next to uh, Dr. Dennis Holland's uh, GP practice and Simon Hughes Pharmacy. Um, we do have another practice in Riddles Creek, which is 25 minutes away, and uh, in uh, Donnybrook in Mickleham, um Donnybrook City Shopping Centre. And we we basically cover trying to cover all the uh, services, dental services needed in the in the area. We visit the Kilmore Hospital for uh, sleep dentistry and general anesthetic and wisdom teeth uh, implant cases. Um, yeah, and we've been we've been in the area for eight years. We we're happy there, um, and I think people are happy with our services as well. Um, yeah. Excellent. Very good. And Susan, tell us a bit bit about your Sorry, obviously being at my place, so you've done a bit of work. You want to give yourselves a bit of a bit of a plug there? What you do? Thank you. Well, my husband Ricky Martin. We do twin gums contractors. We specialise in driveway construction, maintenance, and repairs on rural properties, normally one acre plus. We specialise in water management and drainage. We do horse arenas, dam repairs. Well, um, thank you guys for coming on the show, and you know, thank you. Um, Letting us, giving us your feedback on what you see in, in, in uh, what we do over here because obviously we do the same thing every day and it's just natural, but it's great to have the outsider come in and let us know and let everybody else know the insights on pigeon racing. So, Ivan, I'm going to get you to, 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 to do the honours and, and finishing. All right, thanks, guys, very much for being on Pigeon Radio Australia and I'm in no doubt that once you've won Thaggy Races start up again, you might be in the winner's circle again and we'll hear your voices again on the Pigeon Radio. Excellent. We're looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Charlie, and thanks, Ivan. Thank you for everything. No worries. No worries. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks. All right, we're going to break for a song right now, and um, then we're going to come back and say goodbye because it's time to say goodbye. But here I've found a song. Here's a Ridgy Dig Australian song for our listeners overseas, and we've got quite a few people listening to us from overseas. Here's a song that everybody knows from Australia, and it's Slim Dusty and Walsing Matilda on Pigeon Radio Australia. We'll be back to say goodbye after Walsing Matilda. Matilda. Can buy a builder bong under 
the shade of a coolabout tree And he sang as he watched and waited till his billy boiled You'll come a-waltzing Matilda with me Waltzing Matilda, waltzing Matilda You'll come a-waltzing Matilda with me And he sang as he watched and waited till his billy boiled Come a-waltzing Matilda with me Down came a jumbuck to drink at the billabong Up jumped the swagman and grabbed him with glee And he sang as he stowed that jumbuck in his tucker bag You'll come a-waltzing Matilda with me Waltzing Matilda, waltzing Matilda Matilda with me And he sang as he stowed That jumbuck in his tucker bag You'll come a-waltzing Matilda with me Up rode the squatter Mounted on his thoroughbred Up rode the troopers One, two, three With that jolly jumbuck You've got in your tucker bag You'll come a-waltzing Matilda with me Waltzing Matilda, waltzing Matilda You'll come a-waltzing Matilda with me With that jolly jumbuck you've got in your tucker bag You'll come a-waltzing Matilda with me Up jumped the swagman and sprang into the billabong You'll never take me alive, said he And his ghost may be heard as you pass by that Sing Matilda with me Waltzing Matilda Waltzing Matilda You'll come a waltzing Matilda with me And his ghost may be heard As you pass by that billabong You'll come a waltzing Matilda with me Waltzing Matilda You'll come a-waltzing Matilda with me And his ghost may be heard as you pass by that billabong You'll come a-waltzing Matilda with me Eighty-eight point three Southern FM. Stop the pigeon! 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 How? Let him, jab him, tap him, grab him! Stop that pigeon now! And you're tuned to one of the greatest community radio stations in Melbourne, Australia, which is 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. And you're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Go and check us out. And the Southern FM website is www.southernfm.com.au. Well, we've lost Tony Barbara, and I haven't been able to get him back. But it's a goodbye to Charlie Gretsch. Goodbye, Charlie. Yes, goodbye. Can I just say one thing before we go? Yeah, go. Um, we had the race on the weekend, and um, 
unfortunately one of my birds got injured pretty bad and uh, was taken to the um, the veterinary referral hospital in Dandenong. I just want to thank the staff that rang me and really looked after this pigeon and um, were pretty concerned about it. So um, I said to them that I'll say a very, you know, a th- a thanks to them all. So again, thank you very much for uh, looking after it and, and appreciate what you guys do for the, especially with us, with the pigeons and look after them when they get taken into your, to your, um, to your hospital. So again, thank you very much. That is all for me for tonight. Yes, goodbye, Charlie. We'll catch you next week here on Pigeon Radio Australia. And it's goodbye to Tony McPherson. Yeah, goodbye, Ivan. Goodbye, Charlie. And goodbye, B2. And uh, everyone just stay safe and have a good week. Yep, and it's cheerio from me, Ivan Fonte, here at Pigeon Radio Australia. And we'll catch you next week, same time, same station, 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside for Pigeon Radio Australia. Cheerio. Stop the pigeon. Stop the pigeon. Stop the pigeon.